I'm Megan Butler. I currently work in the UAB Career Center as Assistant Director, Career Consultant. Been in my role since December 2016. Hi, my name is Amber Anderson, and I am the Assistant Director in the Career Center in the Collat School of Business. I have been in my role now for five years, and I oversee the student programming for undergraduate majors and graduate business students. The subject is UAB. This is UAB Memories, where we get nostalgic and share the memories people have made over the years at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I'm Will Shingleton, producer and host of the Memories Podcast. And in today's memories, we're putting on our Sunday best and getting ready to interview for our dream job. And UAB is lucky enough to have a lot of resources to help out with that process, including Megan Butler and Amber Anderson. These two friends are both career counselors at UAB. And as Megan described, with 20,000 plus students on campus, there's a lot that goes into it. I tell people all the time, like, we're like their coach, like coaching them through the process, and then their cheerleader at the same time, cheering them, like, oh, my gosh, you got it, you know. And so when I'm talking about what I do, I'm like, okay, so picture the coach, you know, fussing and making sure that tough love, but also the cheerleader that's like, hey, come on, you can do it. So it's, it's a rewarding field. They share a very similar role in their departments and an alma mater, funnily enough. But Megan told us that for most of their time at UAB, they weren't aware that the other one existed. We had a colleague who actually, <laughs> he it was funny because we, um, our undergrad was from the same university, Alabama State. And we had him and he came and he was like, hey, do you know Amber Anderson? And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and he was like, well, she, she works in the School of Business. She actually, um, she's a career can- counselor in the School of Business. And I'm like, no, I don't know her. And he was like, well, you all attended ASU at the same time. And um, at the time, I, I didn't know who he was talking about. And when we met, um, I remember her director at the time was comparing um, the two of us. And they were like, oh, so you are the Amber um, in <laughs> for the UAB Career Center, which was interesting. And at the time, I had no idea what he meant by that. But as um, I got adjusted and acclimated in my role, I realized that Amber was doing great things, and we were doing um, some of the same things. And I was like, oh, okay, I can be that. I can be Amber. So it was exciting. And they really are mirror images of one another, especially when you look at the creative ways they've tried to help students at UAB prepare for the interview process. Amber works in the business school and really prioritizes building relationships with students when she's counseling. But she also values giving them a number of different ways to help improve their profile, including a seminar series with a new take on a very familiar title. Amber Talks is a huge workshop that I did about two years ago. So I was watching TED Talks one night and I said, I can do that and I'm going to brand it. So I called it Amber Talks. So each of the issues that I saw students had, I created a workshop for it. And I partnered with faculty in the business school. They offered extra credit. They embedded it in their syllabus, and students were able to come and get some insight on how to build their brand on campus. Even with all the new opportunities they were providing for students, though, they both started to notice an issue that was a few steps back in the process. Amber found that in the business school, there was one piece of the puzzle that was frequently missing, but that couldn't be fixed with a workshop. It was quite a few students that said, I'm a first-time college generation student. I do not have any clothing. I mean, I don't, I mean, I didn't see you at the career fair because I just didn't have any clothing to wear and suits and 
you know, blouses and slacks are expensive. So what I did was I reached out to our dean at the, at the class School of Business, Dr. Jack, which I'm very, very proud to have worked under his leadership. He started a collat fund for me, and it was called a suit-up campaign. So he reached out to the faculty and staff and said, well, I'll give $1,000. Who wants to contribute? So the money and the pot of money just kept expanding. So I reached out to JCPenney's and asked, could they have a partnership with us and give us coupons and clearance and sale items and a special day to come over and shop? So at that particular time, my supervisor mentioned, well, let's go buy the suits for the students. So the students had to submit an application. It was a one-page essay on why they felt that this was important to them. So based upon the applications and the money that we had, we went out and partnered with JCPenney's and we purchased all the suits. And then after that, we found we became a local JCPenney's in the class school of business. And it was overwhelming. (laughs) We had to order clothing racks because so many students needed assistance. And over in the Career Center, Megan was encountering the exact same thing. Students would come in with a million questions, most of which she could handle no problem. But she didn't have an answer for how to help with clothes for interviews. I remember when I first started, um, people would say, what do you do? And I'm like, well, I assist students with um, transitioning from um, college to career. So giving them the resources that they need to be successful. And I remember saying it so much. And I'm like, wait a minute. What happens to that student that comes in for an interview um, that we've actually worked with and um, prepped for the interview, and they walk in the interview, and without saying anything at all, um, they're not given a fair chance because of the way they're dressed? And that bothered me. I I just, I felt like something was missing. So um, I went to my director, and I wanted to first make sure that students understood the importance of um, dressing for an interview. Interview. So I held a um, fashion show. It was what to wear and what not to wear to interviews. And from there, I decided, okay, let's do the career closet. Um, I even submitted a grant proposal, um, which I was rewarded money um, for students to actually, I was able to buy new clothing as well. So with the help of a sorority on campus, she created the UAB Career Closet, where students could come in and rent clothes for interviews free of charge. It was a huge step in making the Career Center as helpful as possible, and students immediately started noticing the impression their new threads were making. We had a student come in, and um, he rented a suit. At the time, he was like, I really don't wear suits, but I have an interview, and I'm just going to get everything. So he got the entire suit, the shirt, and the tie. Um, he came back that, I think his interview was like on a Friday. He came back that Monday, and he was like, oh my gosh, I got a call right away saying that um, not only was I the only one that wore a suit, that thought enough to wear a suit, um, I was dressed the part and they gave, they offered me the position. And so he just couldn't believe it. He said, so no one wears suits to interviews? He was just so shocked that he was chosen um, because he stood out. And, and I mean, that was a proud moment for us because we were like, wow, it's working. These two ladies are adamant about helping UAB students land their dream job. But that relationship doesn't stop once you've signed on the dotted line. Amber told us about one of many cases of a student who has gone on to bigger and better things, but came back to thank the people who had helped get him there. I had a student that's very dear to my heart. He was a non-traditional student. And what I mean by that is his parents, um, 
His parents dropped him off and he was a junior because he had finished a two-year school. And when they dropped him off, he didn't have any information on where to start. He just knew that he needed some more education. And he said, he told me, he said, my dream is to work for Regents one day. So to make a long story short, he started with Enterprise. Enterprise led to Southern Company, and Southern Company led to Regions. So we always talk about this story when he comes to visit me. And he comes every year around the holidays to check on me. And he always says, I am the big fish in the little pond. And I say, you have to think with smart objectives. And he continues to think big and think about aims and how to reach those long-term goals. So to see him successfully start small and end large by the time he graduated was most meaningful to me. There are some big changes on the way for the career closet. It's become such a big program now that they've outgrown the space they had set out for it originally and are in the process of renovating it. They've also had so many people rent and then re-rent clothes that they're working on getting funding to be able to give the clothes away permanently. There's been so much progress since career closet started and so much collaboration between their departments that these two have spent a lot of time together. And they've developed a friendship and a partnership that they're both very proud of. Working with you, Megan, has changed me. Well, I would say it has empowered me to learn and grow professionally in this role. Because I think at times we see highlights in our career and then we stay there. We say, this is work, so I don't need to fix it. It's not broken, so I fix it. So I think working with you, you always have a light bulb on what to do next. So, and that keeps me abreast of the latest technology, the latest resources, and the latest students that are coming through our pipeline for the next generation. I think about a soundboard. It's like we... we um, pitch ideas to each other, but we're also learning from each other, which is really cool. I think being the fact that we um, are around the same age, um, and then so we we find ideas that are trendy um, and that are innovative. To and, and I mean, pretty much keeping students um, engaged. And so the fact that we are similar in a lot of ways, I think that that really helps me um, in my role. So I'm able to say, okay, Amber's doing that. Let me see how this works, um, and really get your get your advice on stuff. Because sometimes um, some people would say we compete, you know, but that's not the case for us. We're like, oh, you're doing that? How can I do the same thing? So it's exciting to see how it works in the School of Business, but also how it works in the UAB Career Center. Students at UAB can feel a lot more confident about the future, knowing that they have people like Megan and Amber in their corner. If there's something that they can help with, they'll figure out a way to make it happen. And if one of them runs into a stumbling block, they'll have the other one to bounce ideas off of. Megan and Amber are two of the best examples on UAB's campus of how teamwork really does make the dream work. In this case, it just happens to be other people's dreams. I'm Will Shingleton, and today's memories are all about empowering students to become who they want to be.